What the hell is going on in Wyoming? In 1869, Wyoming was the first state to allow women the right to vote. This gave Wyoming the nickname the Suffrage State, which later turned into the Equity State. The state is overwhelmingly Republican, and the state overwhelmingly supports twice impeached former President Trump. Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, a critic of Trump's vice chair of the January 6th committee investigating the brutal insurrection, just lost her job, fired by Republican voters in Wyoming. Cheney held that congressional seat since 2017, and she lost to a Trump-endorsed lawyer and election denier, Harriet Hageman. Liz Cheney, who voted with Trump 98% of the time, now vows to fight nationwide to keep Trump out of the White House in the future. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is Political Woman. My question again, what is going on in Wyoming? Here to answer that question, my guest, former Wyoming Governor Michael Sullivan. Sullivan was governor from 1987 to 1995. He was the first governor to endorse President Bill Clinton during the 1992 Democratic presidential primaries. And he co-chaired Clinton's campaign in Wyoming during both of Clinton's presidential campaigns. Sullivan also served as U.S. ambassador to Ireland. A lifelong Democrat, he voted for Republican Liz Cheney in the recent primary, and he proudly displayed a vote for Cheney sign on his front lawn. Thank you so much. I got um, Governor Michael John Sullivan. What a great name, a great Irish name. Um, you were governor of uh, Wyoming from 1987 to 1995. And then that's correct. You were also the our ambassador, the United States ambassador to Ireland. Yes. Your career seems so well, wonderful. I'm, I'm really a lawyer <laughs> uh, in my professional career and went through a midlife crisis and got into politics. Ah, well, then I guess that and, we're lucky then. <laughs> and then went back to practicing law and then had the very good fortune and privilege of being appointed ambassador to Ireland and did that for two and a half years and then went back to practicing law. Tell me how Wyoming politics, has it changed through the years? I mean, you were a Democratic, a beloved a Democratic governor, but it seems, is Wyoming now, uh, like they like to say, red? Is it uh, overwhelmingly Republican on uh, in state and uh, national uh, government representation? It is and uh, has been for some time largely Republican, but we've had uh, in the last 20 or 30 years, three Democratic governors. So it has had some balance in the past 30 years on statewide, but we haven't elected 
anyone to go to Washington for since Lyndon Johnson was president. But and and politics to answer your first question, politics has changed. It's in Wyoming has changed like a lot of other places. It's more Republican. Uh, where I think we're probably the most uh, Republican state in the country and politics generally has got, gotten to be a coarser sort of uh, series of events. It's not, I look back on my term as governor and I had a Republican legislature and Republican other state officials who were Republican, but we, we got through, uh, we understood that we were there all all there for the benefit of everyone in Wyoming. And I think it was a much more civilized sort of operation than much of what we see these days. Wyoming kind of became this story nationally and I guess worldwide with Liz Cheney uh, joining and being a uh, an outspoken uh, member of the January 6th committee and um, being very outspoken against former president, Donald Trump. So can you tell me how, how that has gone over in your state? I know that you um, have well, been a Democrat the, your whole life, but you, uh, you kind of crossed over here. So tell us about that. Well, I crossed over for the first time in my political career in order to be able to participate in the primary election, which was held about a week ago last Tuesday. And uh, the, the results of that are well known, I suspect most of your listeners. Uh, uh, Liz Cheney was overwhelmingly defeated, which uh, ultimately didn't come as a surprise, but it was a large, a large percentage uh, loss. And it was a result of uh, the Republican Party, which is divided in Wyoming. The party itself is is um, has some intra-party skirmishes and is quite divided. And the non-Cheney supporters became quite angry at the fact that was not only voted to impeach the president but uh, agreed to serve on the January 6th committee. And uh, they, were, they were out to punish her, and they did, in the sense that she was not reelected. But she made it clear from the beginning, she was there because of her, her deep-seated concern for the country and the Constitution and the, the uh, nature of... Uh, the conduct of former President Trump, and that that was uh, that was her the reason for her impeachment vote. That was the reason she went on the January sixth committee, and I supported. Uh, I crossed over to support her because I believed in the fact that she was exhibiting character and courage and integrity that hadn't been exhibited and, and is missing in a lot of our politics in the last many years and certainly in the last six years and certainly wasn't exhibited on January 6th by uh, the 
what 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 took place in Washington, and that it, there are some things, in my view, are more important than politics, and political courage is one of those, and that's why I support it. Now you're a lifelong Democrat, but I understand that you put a a Cheney sign on your lawn. I did. How that's was how that? I, that's how, how did that I go over my, in the neighborhood? That's how I outed myself. Well, in my neighbor, in my neighborhood, it was it was quite acceptable. There were Cheney signs uh, on many of the many of the lawns, although there were other her opponent signs up and down the street as well. So, uh, but uh, it the crossover voting became a bit of a controversy, and and um, for a number of Democrats did cross over large number, but there aren't enough of us in the state to have made, made a difference. And there was also some thought prior to the election that people didn't want to say that they were going to vote for her, um, but that they would, but that apparently did not happen either. Well, there may have been some, but not enough to make, uh, to alter the overwhelming victory that Harriet Hageman, her opponent, What's your thought about the election deniers and the overwhelming support in many states, not just Wyoming, but in this country for the former president uh, after January 6th? I have a lot of thoughts about it. Uh, It's almost a cult-like situation. And I'm a lawyer. I think the bedrock of our, our country foundation of our constitution is the rule of law and uh, the election deniers don't accept the rule of law however many lawsuits were filed to, to challenge the election and none were successful it's pretty clear that it was a there wasn't anything that was going to change the election there was fraud or conspiracy or anything that would alter that election yet they're unwilling to accept it and if we can't do that, then we can't have a democracy. We can't accept the basic uh, fundamental requirements of the rule of law. That's what forms the foundation. I know you mentioned, and, oh, please continue. No, and all I was gonna say is including Liz Cheney's uh, opponent who said that the election was rigged and she's a lawyer. She ought to know better. How concerned are you uh, that um, we head into, well, we have a general election in November, um, but how concerned are you that the deniers are are winning uh, many seats and uh, might might be a majority in the Congress in the coming year. Well, I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned about that. If if they continue to to exert the kind of influence in politics that is now being exerted, that is denying elections, uh, being critical of and demeaning of every everything and everybody who is expressing the opposite opinion, that's one of the concerns, it seems to me, we have to get to a point where we can agree to disagree and understand that 
politics is based on compromise and it's not a four letter word. Uh, but I'm worried. Uh, I'm worried that uh, President Trump has ignited a, a belief in, in conspiracies and other things that are just outrageous and that we can't do that. Fortunately, they're not winning all the seats. And, um, you know, I don't know how, how much it takes. We're now into the and, and talking about the FBI being involved in a conspiracy to um, to raid his home and that that sort of thing. And the country and the democracy, it doesn't seem to me, can remain very healthy if if people believe in those things. All right. Do we have hope here? I mean, what uh, I'm asking you to give me some hope, Governor, well, because I'm, I, I worry about this so much. Well, but, I'm, not, uh, I'm not ready to say it's going to be fine because I am concerned, but I think there there is hope. Uh, the January 6th committee has done a, a good job of uh, laying the facts out. I don't know what it takes to convince people that uh, this did happen and that it was a, a, a a crime and and a huge uh, blow to to potentially to our democracy, uh, but it it does at some point there has to we have to reach a point where even the deniers and even the um, Fox News sort of uh, approach to things can't be believed. That, that we just have to appreciate that this is, this is just not reality. And uh, another hope I would, I, I believe Liz Cheney set in a gold standard in integrity and she was willing to state her opinion and lose her job for her principles. Mm -hmm. And as I heard, I think John Kasich or somebody say on television, if we don't have politicians who are willing to put their job on the line in order to protect our democracy, then we're, then our democracy is in trouble. And Liz, I think, will be proven, her legacy will be reflected historically as someone who, who was truly a profile in courage and uh, will, will hopefully sooner than later be proven to be totally correct and, and I think she already has, but will be mm -hmm. will be understood mm -hmm. by large numbers of voters to and constituents to have been right in her in her commitment. You're um, since you're an attorney, and um, you mentioned uh, the serving of a search warrant at. Uh, Mar-a-Lago. Since you come from a time when that when compromise was was acceptable, or there was actual compromise in in, in government, which we haven't seen much of lately, what is your thought on the um, threats um, that people have made now against the IRS, that they've made against the FBI, and having to step up security? It's the it's the part of the course of politics and the incendiary nature of President Trump's uh, attacks himself that served to encourage violence and encourage 
anger and hatred. And, you know, that's not limited to President Trump when during the impeachment trials, uh, the, his defenders were talking about this is just hatred. This is based upon hatred. Well, it wasn't based upon hatred. It was based upon people's sincere concerns about uh, his conduct and democracy. And when we get to the point where the excuse for taking a position is because there's hatred, then that's a slippery slope. And we're, we're going down the slippery slope. As he, as he lights the fire over the FBI raid, then the answer is, okay, we're back to violence. Uh, violence may be the only way. And, and uh, this is an attack. It's not an exercise of the law or, or legal uh, matters. It's an attack. And that's just, just wrong. And, and it's a dangerous, a dangerous path to be on, I think. Governor, I appreciate so much you taking the time to talk to me and uh, just share your insight and your uh, your your knowledge uh, of all of this. Well, Gloria, thank you for your concern. I appreciate uh, your interest in my view for whatever whatever it's worth. Uh, and I I continue to believe that we have thoughtful and uh, and intelligent people throughout this country and that ultimately that will prove to be the strength of this country as it has always been the case. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very nice. Governor Mike to meet Sullivan. You. Thank, thank you. you. And Ambassador. Thank Mike. you. As the governor departed the podcast, Mark Hyman joined. Mark is the founder of Casper One, TV at a higher elevation. Mark, a former Casper Wyoming news director, is working to create a cable access news station. I'm still I'm still in disbelief that it was that bad. And um, but it's it's clear that there were a couple of polls that said beforehand, this is going to be bad, that had her back by more than 30 points. Uh, that was the University of Wyoming poll. And there was another poll uh, that was done a week or two earlier that had her 22 points behind. And I was like, I can't believe this. But uh, 113,025 votes to 49,316, 68% to 28%. And then a few other candidates split up the rest. And so, I don't know, uh, at the end, she didn't do much campaigning that we could see, but she did it in small gatherings. And the belief is that there were some security issues and that there were threats. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure there's any way she could have made up that kind of margin. Um, yeah. It's a pretty sad state of affairs when a candidate can't campaign because of possible death threats. So, I mean, that was never confirmed, I don't think, but that was uh, discussed as, you know, as a, not a rumor, but, um, you know, there, there was wondering why, uh, why isn't Liz Cheney um, campaigning? Oh, yeah, and yeah. I wondered. A couple of things. They they waited till sort of almost the end, the last two or three weeks, to throw on her dad, Dick Cheney, who's very popular here, who basically called uh, Trump a coward in, in the commercial. It got nastier as it went on. Um, it, it, but the big uh, billboard said, ditch Liz. That's that's what you were hit with. Um, she, uh, she gave up early in the evening, too. It was around 830 in the evening. And 
had a concession speech and we're all looking at each other like you're, you're kidding, right? She won two counties, one with uh, that has uh, Jackson and, uh, and the other one had Laramie, which is where the University of Wyoming is. Uh, probably pretty predictable, but she didn't win any other county beyond that. I, I don't know what it all says other than people here were angry that uh, uh, the election didn't go Trump's way. They supported him the most of any state in the, in the country. This is the reddest state there is. And to them, uh, he should still be president and voter uh, and election integrity is, is still a thing. Although we never had any, uh, we never had any problems with election fraud here in any recent times. And to tell you what, in the most recent race, they only had a couple of poll watchers uh, throughout the state. So people weren't e e running to, uh, to the election officials to make sure every I was dotted and every T, you know, they basically, they know that there hasn't much, been much in the way of any irregularities in uh, Wyoming elections. Well, because it's going their way. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be really cynical about it, why, you know, complain about election fraud when, you know, they're overwhelmingly Republican and overwhelmingly Trump? Listen, uh, Trump came to Wyoming personally and he came to Casper. Um, it had a, quite a diverse crowd in the sense that some of the people were from Colorado. Uh, the license plates were from all over. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it was personal for Trump because Liz Cheney who sat on that January 6th committee and uh, and was quite vocal and quite measured about uh, the way she took things on. And here, of course, they saw that as an affront, like you turned your, your back on the voters. That's not the way we think. Uh, but she did what she thought in her own conscience was right. And... She paid a price for it. Uh, I think she knew there was going to be a backlash. Did she think there was going to be 68 to 28? I don't think so. Um, but back to the commercial with Cheney, I mean, uh, why did we wait until the last two or three weeks to actually throw that on there? Um, you know, she, she stayed in Washington for a good bit of this because the hearings were going on during all of this. And of course, the more she was in Washington, the more people were upset because to them, she should have been back here. Understand she uh, won her primary uh, two years ago by 73%. And she said, had she not, uh, had she wanted to continue what she said was the big lie, she could have won again by 73%. Nobody seemed to have a problem with her then. And she voted most of the time with Trump, like 92% of right. the time she voted right. with him. So. Right. Yeah. Um, she didn't, um, with the ads and things, I mean, do you think she just kind she of had gave, a lot of money? Because she still has that money and she's vows that she's going to uh, use that money. She vows she's going to use that money to, uh, to defeat uh, election deniers and, you know, and actually other Republicans. Well, her, her mission, according to her, is to keep Trump away from ever becoming president again. And I don't think we've heard the last of this either. Uh, it's not the venue and not the time to take on Trump, uh, but you may see it in uh, the primaries for the next presidential election, especially if he runs. What happens when, you know, if Republicans turn on him on a debate stage? 
it it could be rather ripe. You know, we don't know whether Pence is going to run for office or not. But, uh, you know, Liz Cheney, uh, the knock on her from both sides has been she kind of grew up in the Washington area, Virginia. And you'd hear people say, well, she's not from here or she's a rhino. Well, that's the other thing that gets thrown around a lot is Republican in name only. And they mean it, you know, and they're only too happy to label you such if they don't feel like you're going along with what is considered the mainstream. You tell me what is considered the mainstream of Republicans today, but right now it would appear to be Trump. So what the hell is going on in Wyoming? Trump. The Trump Republican cult still refuses to accept the fact that Trump lost the election to President Joe Biden. I only hope enough voters in other states get out in November and vote for Democrats. We need to keep Congress in the hands of Democrats so we can continue to fight to preserve our democracy and keep our elections fair and safe. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. Please share. I'm Gloria Moraga, political woman.